Welcome to the Transform Your Wedding Podcast, a how-to guide for taking your wedding to a whole new level. Here's your host, Marie Kubin from Rent My Wedding. Hey everyone, today we're talking about catering and decor. So that might sound like a strange combination of topics, but the truth is that your food and beverage actually plays a big part in the overall look of your reception. I'll be chatting with Tatiana Cardenas of the Constellation Culinary Group. She has led culinary teams for weddings and special events for celebrities and CEOs. So I can't wait to hear all of her great advice about catering and decor. Hey, Tatiana. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me, Marie. Yeah, well, I'm really excited for this topic because a lot of couples assume that when they're picking their catering, they're just thinking about food and beverage. But the reality is, is that you really need to think about decor because that food and beverage is going to have an impact on the overall look of your reception. That is correct. Yep. Yeah. So when it comes to catering and decor, um, what would you say are some ways that, you know, the catering can actually complement the decor? Well, you know, Marie, um, like you said, you really have to think about so many different things when you're planning your wedding and they all come together, you know, at the end to create this beautiful experience for you and your guests. So design comes into play with catering because you kind of have to work together. You need to make sure that you and your planner and your designer are all working together to create this cohesive look, um, which is the aesthetic part of the event. You know, your planners and your designers put so much work into that. Um, that we like to go in and kind of like talk to them and figure out what's important to you and design wise what they're doing so that we can complement it and um, make sure that everything is working out nicely in the end. Definitely. And are there ways that you've seen where the food or the beverage actually becomes part of the decor? I mean, the obvious ones are like an ice sculpture, things like that. But what have you seen where, you know, the food and beverage is actually part of the decor or is decor itself? Yeah. So, um, you know, over Constellation Culinary, everything is about how the food tastes, of course, first and foremost, because it can look incredible. But then if you and your guests are eating it and it doesn't taste delicious, then what's the point? Um, but the second part of it is absolutely, you know, aesthetically, it has to look beautiful. It has to look appealing to the eye. Um, if you're really into, you know, doing cool build outs or lots of fun stations at your wedding, that's a great way to incorporate design and food together. Um, ways that we've done that before have been maybe built bars for the front of your stations instead of like just tables and linens. Why not bring in a really fun wood bar or a modern mirrored bar to serve this food from? So you can have chefs um, attended in the back of the station creating small little um, plates that are composed, beautifully garnished by the chefs and finished, and then handed over to your guests through this bar scene. Um, so, you know, it's really, it's really fun for your guests, appealing to the eye. And again, you can kind of incorporate whatever theme or colors or look you are going for at your wedding and make the food part of it. Definitely. 
And now I imagine when it comes to even just the food choices and the menu, um, part of it probably depends on the type of wedding as well. So if you have, you know, say an elegant and formal wedding, if it's black tie, you might have one menu, but if it's kind of a casual, maybe outdoor wedding, you go a different route with the food and beverage. So can you talk a little bit about how you approach that and advice that you have for that? Sure. Um, so a really easy way that just came to mind to think about it would be, you know, there's there's a time and a place for a picnic or a barbecue, and then there's a time or a place for a Michelin star dinner, right? So if you kind of think of it like that, you think about your event in that setting and you say, okay, well, let's see, how formal do we want this or how casual and trendy do we want to go? Um, if you're going the casual trendy route, you know, fun stations, like I mentioned before, small plates, um, are a great way to just get your friends and family excited at the beginning of the event, maybe cocktail hour, you start with stations and fun past things, and then you move into dinner. Um, that's one example, if you're going the fun, trendy, quote unquote, non-traditional route. Um, but if you're going the more traditional route, let's say black tie, like you mentioned before, most of the time what we do is seated dinners. Um, so that would go, on for multiple courses and we always, you know, we love food, but we always want to let our clients know that remember the more courses you have, the more time on your timeline that's going to take up. Um, you know, we, we have great fast service and elegant service, but at the end of the day, those courses still need to be plated to each guest, dropped at their um, place setting, they have to eat it. And then you have to um, put time into your timeline for clearing that course as well and then doing other things that need table maintenance so as far as like doing a seated dinner we love to do multiple courses um, but I would say stay away from anything more than four courses um, if you wanted to incorporate a fun start to the dinner I think amuse-bouches are the way to go um, and an amuse-bouche is meant to tantalize the palate and get you ready for what's to come so you can use that in various ways. You know, you can match the tablescape um, depending on the look that you're going for. Uh, you can match the colors. You can be modern if the tablescape is modern with the presentation of the amuse bouche, or you can go traditional. You know, um, so it really is a great way to have something at each guest's place table um, place setting for them when they arrive to the table, and it's just really eye-catching and delicious to start the meal off. Awesome. Yeah, those are some great takeaways. You know, it's like you said, matching that food selection and the presentation to the style of the wedding. And I love that you also mentioned the timeline. That's another, I think, really important tip for couples is that you might want a seven course dinner, but are your guests going to get antsy and want to get on the dance floor when they're into course three, right? So thinking about, you know, what style of wedding and you're The having. answer is they're always wanting to get see. <laughs> right, exactly. So yeah, I think that's great. Think about that before you go and hire out this amazing seven course meal. Um, keep it practical too. Absolutely. So what types of decor can you use to enhance the catering? Um, you know, when it comes to things like lighting or maybe backdrops, what do you guys recommend? Well, you mentioned lighting right away, um, which is 
something you wouldn't think of when it comes to food and beverage, honestly, but it's really critical that if you're doing something like stations and cocktail hour, or even for dinner, that you consider that to be, you know, a focal point, not only because it's practical and you need your guests to be able to see the food that they're getting, but because aesthetically, these stations aren't meant to be like your old school buffets with chafing dishes, you know, they really are meant to be part of the event, part of the design, all part of the big puzzle. So don't forget to light your stations. That's a really big one. Um, other than that, you know, there's really fun ways that you can incorporate um, the food and beverage into your design too. Menu cards is something that's always been, you know, a great example of something that's on the place setting that has to do with food and beverage. But you're not limited to just a menu card, for instance, you know, there's lots of fun ways to be creative with your menus. Um, I've seen, you know, great acrylic boxes like that look like shadow boxes that may have like the etching um, engraved of the menu. And then inside of the shadow box, it can be something that ties into your design. Um, or we've done really fun things with like hors d'oeuvres, for instance, like think of like a garden setting with like beautiful, small mini glass houses, um, like greenhouses Ooh. that we fill with grass at the bottom. Ooh. And then we put like either like edible branches or edible flowers or things that make it feel like you're in a garden. But then we lay the hors d'oeuvres over a beautiful like bamboo leaf that just floats up top. So think of a setting like an outdoor garden setting where these beautiful glass greenhouses are walking around with the hors d'oeuvres that your guests just like reach in and grab. And it also makes it a little COVID friendly too, because, you know, it's enclosed by this glass um, lid. So it helps on that um, front as well, but it really does add to the whole ambiance because just think about putting yourself in that, in that um, setting, you know? Yeah, I absolutely love that greenhouse idea. Um, I can't wait to see that. So I'm going to have to follow up with you and get some pictures because that is amazing. That's such a cool idea. I'll definitely send them your way. <laughs> awesome. So, you know, when you're talking about lighting too, it got me thinking we have some clients that do kind of some special effects lighting with their food stations. I thought that was interesting. So we have people doing pin spotting where they're essentially kind of shining a spotlight down on usually the wedding cake but then sometimes also if they've got a really cool ice sculpture maybe a dessert and sweet station um so pin spotting is something i think is just really cool if you want to like you said make that stand out and highlight what you're showcasing there um and the other thing that i love too is uplighting so if you guys have ever seen that where it's the colorful uplighting and you can put it behind the cake or behind the food stations and i love that way too just to kind of give it that extra focal point and add a little bit of glam behind those food stations and dress them up with um, uplighting or different types of lighting like that yeah Lighting is absolutely critical. And I feel like not, um, it's something that you kind of don't think of right off the bat when you're planning. Um, you think of flowers, you think of food, you think of the bar, you think of dancing and DJ and your dress. But then lighting, it, it actually is a big chunk of the budget and it can make a huge difference in your event. And, um, and highlighting everything that you've put so much time and effort into. Definitely, yeah, I totally agree. 
Um, the other thing too that I love when it comes to kind of creating these backdrops for the food and beverage stations um, is pipe and drape. Do you guys do any kind of pipe and drape backdrops or get into that at all? You know, that's interesting. Um, I can't think of anything right off the top of my head, but I can think of something we've done before with um, draping. Uh, I remember a few years ago, we did a gala, um, which this could also, you know, galas are very formal events. So if you're having a formal wedding, this could also um, translate well. Um, we did these beautiful draped walls in conjunction with the design team. And we had our servers standing behind them. And think of like little slits coming through the drapes where each one of our servers like handed a specialty cocktail or welcome drink to the guests as they were coming in. Um, so you saw like these gloved hands kind of reach through and hand you this beverage. Or maybe um, at the end of the night, if you wanted to hand your guests a takeaway of some sort, like think of a beautiful macaroon in a beautiful little acrylic clear box with a tied bow that a um, glove loved server is handing to you as you're walking out the door. Um, so that was something really fun that we've done in the past with draping. Oh, nice. I love that. Yeah, I especially love anything where it's creative and unique and different. So that is such a cool idea. Now, when it comes to general advice, any other tips that you wanted to share with our readers and watchers here? Wow, that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, yes, I mean, I think that my first point of my first conversation that I have with any one of my close friends who are getting married or family or even clients who call and are asking for advice, um, I really think the best advice that I can give to them is to make sure that you listen to your vendors. Um, you know, it's very important that you hire people and vendors and companies that are in line with what it is that you want to do, not only aesthetically, but business-wise as well. You know, this is a big um, endeavor that you're taking on to plan your wedding. Um, it's important that if you have the budget that allows you to get a wedding planner, do it. You know, wedding planners are so incredibly invaluable. They're valuable. You know, they, they practically pay for themselves because they have, you know, all these great ideas, all these great frienders, vendors under their belt that they've worked with before. So they save you time and having to like, you know, go through Google and check out all the vendors and do all the research on your own. They are the professionals when it comes to this, you know? So um, I'm a big proponent of planners. Um, I just think that they're wonderful at what they do. Um, you find the right one, make sure that you talk to them and you kind of know right away whether or not you're on the same page and you always want somebody on your team, you know, making sure to advocate for what it is that you want. Um, so that's, that's my biggest um, tip to brides and grooms on the onset of planning. Um, and then I would just say, you know, the truth is, um, that it's such a special day for you and your partner um, that you just take some time to kind of like think about what your top priorities are. Uh, I'm not saying you're always going to be in line, you know, together with your partner on, on how important, let's say, the flowers are for your big day, but 
it's important that you have the conversation. You write down what your top wants are and you always go back to that. And you always remember that no matter what and no matter how crazy the planning gets or those budget meetings are and because they're stressful, you go back and think about what your top priorities as a couple are and your top priorities for that day are. Always go back to that. Yeah, I think that is such great advice because, you know, it can get so overwhelming as you go through the process. So I think if you take that initial first step and just sit down together and really decide as a couple, here's what's really important and the rest maybe isn't as important to you guys. I think that's going to take a lot of the pressure off as you go through and you can say, listen, let's focus our budget here and do what we can with the rest. So I think that is awesome advice to really sit down and think about what the top priorities are at the very beginning of your wedding budget journey. Yeah, and don't forget it. Keep going back to it because there will be times where, you know, like any other big project that you take on, there's highs and lows and stressful moments. But if you go back to that list of priorities and you say to each other, okay, well, at the top of this list, it says we want our friends and family to have a wonderful experience. How can we get back there? And, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about the love that surrounds you on your special day and nothing else comes close to that. So don't forget that. Yes, that is absolutely the most important thing. Yeah. At the end of the day, all you're going to remember is that you were in love and you shared that moment with all your family and friends. And that's really the important thing. So don't get too caught up in all the details and all the stress. So, Tatiana, can you tell us a little bit more exactly about it, yeah. yourself and your company? Sure. So, um, I'm the senior social sales manager for Constellation Culinary here in Miami. Um, Constellation Culinary, what we do is we bring the restaurant style or the restaurant quality experience to your event. Um, and what that means is that we are solely dedicated to food and beverage. We live, eat, breathe it. Um, so we usually work with clients who, you know, have gone to events in the past and perhaps been a little disappointed with the food, beverage, or serve, <clears throat> excuse me, service. And um, they are looking for something different. They're looking for something out of the box and they're looking for something unlike the normal, regular, standard wedding chicken, for instance. Yeah. Um, so that's what we do. We focus on food and beverage um, and, and we love to do it. Awesome. And Tatiana, how can we get in touch with your company? Check out our website on constellationculinary.com or please check out Instagram at byconstellationfl. So we have several different handle several different handles for our um, different regions. So for Florida, it's at byconstellationfl. And then you can just search that and you'll be able to catch a bunch of different um, handles for our different regions. Awesome. Well, Tatiana, I so much enjoyed chatting with you. Thank you for being here on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Marie. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode all about catering and decor. And don't forget, you can catch all of our podcast episodes over at transformyourwedding.com. Thank you so much for joining me, and I can't wait to see you next time. This podcast is brought to you by Rent My Wedding, your one-stop shop for event rentals. 
Order online and rentals are delivered right to your door. Shipping is free both ways nationwide. Rent lighting, backdrops, photo booths, and more. With the most five-star reviews in the industry, Rent My Wedding makes rentals easy and affordable. Book your rentals today at www.rentmywedding.com.